back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than the Score. Um, you're joined here, Peter Ferguson, Peter Ferguson, BHS LLC, and Lincoln Public Schools, and joined on the board with Harrison, who made it back after some illness after about a week, so glad to have him back here as well. Hey, we've got two um, scholars here. It's great. We're going to continue with Sophia and um, Bowden. And, um, Sophia, we talked a little bit about just involvements and opportunities and, and things that you've been involved with. So tell us some of the things you've been involved with. I've known you, again, like I said earlier, since. Um, you were at Belmont. You were part of the Belmont Tracks group and then actually um, did the book project um, for the Youth Rally in March, which was phenomenal. I was looking through some old film and tape of that, so we'll have to break that out at some <laughs> point in time. But um, just tell us like some of the things you're involved in and, and why that has been so important and how that's maybe shaped you kind of moving forward. Recently for me, it's definitely been equity. That's been my biggest involvement. I kind of put most of my focus there. But I've also joined different clubs at school. I've considered doing debate next year. Okay. I've talked to the teacher. Yes. We couldn't do it this year because not enough people, clearly. But that's been my biggest involvement so far. Middle school, I did a lot of clubs as well. Like, there's an LGBTQ ally club. I joined that mostly to help, like, promote people to come, you know, okay. like, come support. Like, it won't hurt you to come support for an hour. Awesome. So, you know, might as well. And I know they're still doing that club at SCO as well. So, it's very nice. Elementary, tracks is my one big thing that I did that definitely paved the way for a lot of the things I do now as well and with that I met so many new people like I still talk to some of the people that were on there as well and it's just that was definitely my biggest like putting myself out there moment that led me to feeling comfortable doing a lot of things I do now and I think all those have been like leadership opportunities that you've earned but also put yourself in that position I think sometimes people think you people are appointed to those but you've earned and sought those out and put yourselves in position and definitely have shined on that and I want you to um, expand a little bit both of you all a little bit on just some of the the experiences you had so both of you all um, have been involved in our district equity cadre and you talk talked about that a little bit and had an opportunity to read and do some we did preschool story time um, for individuals. So talk a little bit about what that was like. And then we just had a day on Wednesday, I believe, and just um, kind of what spoke to you, what moved you in regards to um, your involvement in that? Yeah. Um, doing the preschool reading, I realized how much I love kids. I, I'm, and I was told, I don't know, I always forget her name, the teacher that is always with us. She has the purple jacket. Oh, Dr. M- or Miss Miller. Miss Miller. Miss Miller, yes. Yeah. Um, the, the first time that I did it, I walked out of the room and she looked at me and she was like, you are a natural <laughs> You should definitely be a preschool teacher. And I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah. But it's just, it's so fun because the kids are so open right. and they're so, they, they want to listen to you. They want to talk. And then it's, it's, it's so, it's, it, I mean, I love it. I love the kids. They're so sweet. Well, it was awesome. At the end of this preschool project, they, they read a couple uh, picture books and do some activities, teach some history to preschool, so like three, four, and five-year-olds. And then um, at the end, they said, do you want to learn something unique? And Bowden stood up and says, well, okay, what do you want? And he goes, I'm going to show you a, a show choir, a dance move. <laughs> and I think for the last two weeks, those kids have been coming into classes, doing their show choir move, <laughs> going home. Look, Mom, look, Dad, look, Grandma. So um, it, was, it was really cool um, in regards to that but um talk a little bit just about like mentors that you've had um and and what role that they have played in advice that you have gotten from them 
Um, mentors that I've had before, um, I could say currently a mentor that I currently have is my choir director, my theater director. His name is John Marquez. Okay. Um, he's, he's amazing at what he does. Um, he's always like pushed me and helped me to do what I want to do. If I, even in like math and science, he's not the teacher for that. He doesn't know any idea what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) But if I, I imagine if I would have walked up to him and say, Hey, I need help with like cell division. He would definitely be able to do that. He's always open and welcome to do that. He pushes people to like, like if I'm thinking like, Oh, I'm just, I'm just really tired right now. I don't want to come to this meet. And he's like, no, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Come on, you can do it. I believe in you. And he's always there to like push people to be them. And I just, yeah, I can always depend on him. And John, like I said, is is a top notch educator. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I think we've had John and Rob and um, their their department in here, and just a person with energy for days. Yeah. Um, yeah. and cares and cares. And so he's going to be. If you're up twenty four hours, he's up twenty five and a half. Yes, um, just, yes. To be honest, in that investment, Sophia, what about you? People who've invested um, and been mentors to you in your life. Uh, definitely Mr. Hauer at my high school. I don't even think I mentioned it to him because I'm always like that, you know, I feel like you're supporting me, but I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) I don't need to have that moment where you feel any type of way about it. But he's definitely supported me like anytime lunch is happening and I'm like, oh, like library's closed, can't go work there. He'll always offer up his room like you can come work in here, like get your stuff done. If you need help, I can help mm-hmm. in the hallway every morning. He's like, good morning with a big smile on wow. his face, ready to start the day. Like yeah. he's definitely a big motivation in the morning for not even just me, like everyone around him. He just brings up the mood. And, like, if you don't say good morning back, he will come up to you and be like, good morning. <laughs> like, say it back to me. Yeah. Like, we're going to have a good morning. Yeah. What what are what are those things? Um, you know, as you talked about mentorship, we always ask for advice from you all. What is something, a piece of advice um, that you would give um, to adults in the community? I used to say educators, but just um, the you know, not the listening community. What's a piece of advice that you'd give to us as seasoned professionals, as you've always heard yeah. me refer to us, yeah. uh, people over the age of eighteen? And then, what's some advice that you would give to your peers? Um, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I would give that I learned just this year is, um, you like to put yourself out there and do things that you enjoy, but make sure that your mental health status Mm. is okay for that. Like this year I was in like 12 things at the same time and my schedule, I was at the school from seven in the morning until nine o'clock at night. It was terrible. I was breaking down almost every single day Mm. and I had to stop and realize, Hey, I myself need to be better before I do the things that I like. Mm. And even if I like the things, that doesn't mean I have to do all of them at the same time. I have life and I want to work. But my, like my dad has told me before, you're going to work for the rest of your life. Right. Enjoy the things that you want to do. Take a break. Look back. Take a breath. Do what you want to do before like other things. So, no, that's yeah. perfect. Perfect. And then just a piece of advice you'd give to, was that the same to peers as oh, well? I have for the peers. I have, um, always listened to others if they're willing to yeah. give advice. Um, growing up, I would never really take people's advice. <laughs> I, would, I would always think that I'm right. And there's nothing else besides that. But like starting like middle school and stuff, I like people would like, even my friends would stop right. me and say, Hey, you might want to do this before you do that. And yeah, just listen to other people because sometimes your own voice can get stuck and you can keep listening to yourself and listen to the same thoughts and wow. it's wrong. Listen to other people. 
it's it's not wrong don't feel embarrassed don't feel ignorant you're fine it's we're all human just listen to other people listen to people around you I like how you said sometimes your voice can get your own voice can yeah. get stuck mm-hmm. and I think we've yeah. all been there so that's that's um, that's powerful so Sophia what about you what advice do you have for the elders the seasoned professionals <laughs> out there that think we think we know it all I feel like patience is the biggest thing because a lot of the time I feel like seasons professionals, like especially in staff, they expect you to open up right away and just mm. be open if they ask you something. Like some people, it takes longer, so you just kind of need to have that patience, like form a bond before you go into anything really fast. Because some people, they're gonna get freaked out, they're gonna get overwhelmed. Like you can't just rush into everything because not everyone's like that. Some people might be, but like not everyone. So you just need that patience. And and to peers, that, I mean, patience. That's that's huge. Um, I think sometimes we don't wait um, to to digest, let people reflect. And so, what what advice do you have for peers? Peers, I think it also kind of leads to that because some people say there's an argument, they won't even think before they say anything. Mm. They will spit out the most hurtful <laughs> thing, and then later oh. they're going to say like, "I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to say that." It's like, well, you still said it. You didn't take that time to think about it, and now it's just not going to be the same. We're going to have to take some time to figure out what we're going to do because you decided not to be patient and talk through this with me. No, I, I think that's that's straight truth right there. Now, the only thing I'm going to argue about, and they these they know me. I always ask them, would you rather like pancakes? Which, which one would you get rid of? Pancakes, biscuits, waffle, uh, waffles, or uh, French toast? That should be an easy answer. Mm-hmm. Which, what's toast. your answer? I'm getting rid of pancakes. French toast. French toast. See, if you would have said biscuits, it was on. So it's immediate <laughs> argument. I don't have to reflect. I don't have to be patient. I'm going all in right there. But little inside joke. Hey, uh, before we end, like, tell us, like, what are your future aspirations? I mean, you talked about you're at Northwest. It's a partnership with Brian um, in regards to College of Health Science and, and a lot of different things. And so, yeah. you know, you've over there and you talked about plastic surgery and everything earlier. And so, you know, Harrison and I might be trying to hit you up on some things a little bit later. <laughs> So, I mean, me before him. So, like, tell us, what are your future aspirations and goals? And put it out there in the universe. How can people help you achieve those? Yeah, um, starting up, like, being six years old, I wanted to be a cop, a masseuse, and a meteorologist all at once. Okay, that mix, was, it, that was mix it up. Yeah. There you go, the yeah. trifecta yeah. right there. But, but then, I, then I went out, and I was like, oh, do I want to be a vet? Do I want to be a doctor? And I was like, yeah, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a plastic surgeon because I like the idea of people, of making people feel better in themselves. Because, mm. like... And when I say plastic surgery, people always think of plastic, and okay. that's not necessarily my goal. I want to do kind of reconstructive surgery. So people that get into, like, burn victims or, like, abuse right. or, like, car accidents, I want to be the person that is able to make them feel themselves, look the best that they want to be, and instead of just giving them the Kardashian look. Okay, I was I I wasn't gonna put the name <laughs> yeah. out there, but no, I was no, just no. like I didn't know if you know if there's that Beverly Hills or you like that little mix. You're going, you know, because you had that masseuse, yeah. the yeah. you know the veterinarian, the law enforcement. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that was yeah. a good clarification. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's true. I mean, that's that's good. I've never even thought about that. But yeah, yeah you think about all those people and. Um, to to wake up, I imagine in the mirror, and you're just not at all what you yeah. looked like before. Yeah. I mean, that'd be heartbreaking. Yeah. So let's to kind of hear where your heart's at, and that yeah. I, that's that's a really awesome kind yeah. of thing you want to get into. And Sophia, we'll kind of throw the same question to you. So when I was growing up, I was so like I want to be a veterinarian, like I want that. Sorry, <laughs> like I want to be a veterinarian, like I love it. But then I pressed how sad. 
Okay. That would be all the time. Like I cannot handle <laughs> sick dogs, sick cats, anything. Like I would actually uh, not be okay. So then I kind of got into this. Is like last year I found out I really love this because for a while I did not know. After that I just couldn't figure it out. But broadcast journalism, mm. I like fell in love with broadcast journalism, which Mr. Travis at North Star, uh, yeah, <laughs> the one who got me into that. Okay. <laughs> it was a big rabbit hole for me. Like I took an extra half a year of taking that class too, just because I loved it awesome. so much. But, like, now I've learned I love early childhood as well. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. So I've kind of considered for the future, for part of it, I'll kind of fund it by doing broadcast journalism at the beginning. And then if I have enough money to kind of keep myself stable early childhood, I can, like, kind of go into that and just, like, see how it feels because I'll have money to support myself because they don't pay. Okay. <laughs> they well, don't pay them enough. I'm wow. sorry. They really don't. Awesome. And, like, I don't want to struggle, but I also still want to, like, kind of have that connection in, like, preschool. I want to be a preschool mm-hmm. teacher so bad. Yeah. Like, even with the stuff that we did at the preschool, like, I stayed extra after because, like, they wanted us to go back to class. I stayed for an extra, like, 30 minutes just to hang out with them because it was so fun. <laughs> You know, I, I think that's awesome. I think we just need to go ahead and talk to DP and go ahead at the new location, be like, hey, have an early childhood broadcast broadcast, <laughs> broadcast center. Hey, I want to thank both of y'all. Um, you all continue to, to bring it. Um, and, you know, and I, you know, I use my purpose and my passion. You continue to empower. You continue to educate and engage individuals um, on 93.7, the ticket, bigger than the score. And so I always end with a quote. And so, again, Maya Angelou is one of my favorites. And so um, she just says, if you are always trying to be normal, you never know how amazing you can be. Again, if you're always trying to be normal, you never know how amazing you can be. So go out, um, buck the trend of being normal um, so you can be continue to be amazing. Um, we'll hope to see you next week on 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score, and have a great week.